Hello, fellow cinephiles. Welcome to the Real Movies Podcast. I'm your host, Ben Kniff. <laughs> You're liking that a lot, man. That was terrible. But, you know, working out the kinks, that's what, that's what a new show is all about. You get to have fun with it and then try it, try things and some things work, some things don't. But, so I'm here today, I'm joined by a couple of buddies of mine. Uh, one of them is a really cool guy, he's the lead singer of a band you may know oh, about. I know, oh, I know, cool <laughs> I'm like, where's he gonna go with this? <laughs> uh, he's lead singer of The Last Troubadour, you know him, you love him, give it up for Frankie. Yeah, oh, thanks hey, Ben, Frankie. thanks for having me on here. <laughs> thanks for being here, I'm man. I'm the cool guy. <laughs> and uh, to my left is a guy who uh, is trying to watch 300 movies this year, it's Dan. <laughs> Hey Daniel, We're how both are you? Trying to watch <laughs> not only am I not cool, but the only thing you said about me, we're both doing. <laughs> I did hit ninety-five yesterday. You did good. So, okay. I was just—I <laughs> don't know. I, where, trying, I don't know I was, what Frankie's at. I was trying to think of like qualifications for you guys, what qualifies you to talk about movies, and I was like, "Absolutely, well, Dan's trying to watch three hundred movies this year." Let's do I saw a movie once. <laughs> what qualifies me to talk about movies? Look around; he's got a million movies. That's where I was going to. Well, well, listen. But I have 749 movies. Do you really? Is that, yes. Or, or you just Some of those up? are just digital. But yes, gotcha. that is a hard number. Cool. Well, listen, guys. I'm thrilled that uh, we're we're here in the turtle shell for the second episode of the Real Movies Podcast. Thank you for, for joining me. Welcome. For letting me use Welcome. the space. Stoked to be on. Yeah. So. Uh, I was before that intro. So let's talk about all things. Are we the new intro should be we're here to talk about all things movies. <laughs> all things <laughs> doesn't movies. get you a lot of fans. I'll tell you that much. Uh, really enjoyed episode one. Thank you, thank you. That yeah, was good. And that yeah. was just off the cuff, like on it was a Sunday morning, and I was mm-hmm. like, I should probably do this because I felt like I needed to do something productive, and I just whipped out the iPad and yeah. went to town. But mm. uh, Pope said that once. Yeah. <laughs> the Pope said <laughs> I don't know where it's going I heard Sunday like, Speaking of the Pope Brand new trailer for uh, Dan Brown's Inferno Starring Tom I Hanks. did not see the trailer Dan <laughs> So It who, actually looks pretty good Yeah I kind of saw the poster I'm like who 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 wants this movie But uh, I mean the books are really popular So yeah of course it makes sense Last one was what Seven years ago mm-hmm. Angels and Demons yeah, I liked Angels and Demons I, Da Vinci Code wasn't the worst either I liked Angels and Demons better um, but this one looks pretty cool. I'll have to um, check that out. Yeah. Um, it, it, it might be kind of neat to see, like, it doesn't really look so religious. This one just kind of looks like a straightforward action movie with Tom Hanks, with Tom Hanks. Of, <laughs> which kind of seems interesting to me. So, uh, yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. Um, is his hair all... weird in this? Yes. Is it, it has mm-hmm. to be weird. It's like a, it's like a quasi mullet kind of. Da Vinci sort of Code, match. his hair was so weird. But October, I think it says. It's huh. coming out. Felicity Jones is in it. Felicity Jones. Yeah, that'll Rogue be Squadron. Her, her big one before Rogue One. Her Rogue, I keep calling it Rogue Squadron. I mean Rogue One. Rogue One. Yeah. So yeah, I th- I, it's on YouTube somewhere. In, uh, Inferno. Ron Howard is directing. Uh, starring Tom Hanks. He Felicity directed Jones. the first two as yep, well. Yeah, right? he directed the other two. So this is like his passion project. Yeah. And they skipped over the Lost Symbol movie because it was too similar to National Treasure. Oh. So. But who knows? Skip it. Um, other other big news uh, that we want to talk about. We'd like to uh, 
express our sincerest condolences over the loss of um, Anton Yelkin. Yeah. A uh, young actor, age of 27, was killed in a freak accident. Uh, his Jeep rolled down his driveway at his home and uh, pinned him against a brick mailbox. Ooh, oh, jeez. That is a... I and, he was uh, in it. <laughs> no, no. Oh, it, was, it, it truly was about as true an act of God as could be. I was kind of reading, too, that it might have been a manufacturing error with yeah. the car. Because apparently, that's, that's what I saw. Apparently, the uh, brand, the the type of Jeep he had had just been recalled. Oh boy! Um, for that reason, and that's just it's it's something that should never have happened. Um, and I actually just rented Char- Charlie Bartlett from the library, so I saw that many years. I'm ago. I'm very excited to watch that. It's one of one of his that a lot of people like. I guess and I've never seen it before. So, and I mean, you you saw Green Room. I've got that. Oh on my pre-order. god! Yeah, I'm yeah. like the Blu-ray. If I wasn't gonna get the Blu-ray before, I'm absolutely getting it now. I think it comes out July twelfth. Um, yeah. So, um, that Green Room is an amazing, amazing film. Stoked for that. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's gonna be in the next Star Trek. Yeah. And then I guess he's got a couple of uh, either finished or close to finished uh, small in- indie films, and I guess he was in a TV show or something. Oh boy. So, uh, so yeah, we'll see how it all pans all out. I hope. Place. I hope uh, Star Trek does justice, you know. To, I mean, obviously they probably couldn't have predicted he. I mean, yeah, yeah, he'd be dead, but I, I mean, I'm sure he'll be good. Not to be uh, insensitive, but if nothing else, he'll help the box office there. True. It, it tends to, unfortunately. I mean, more fortunately, I mean. Yeah, Fast uh, Furious Seven, like yeah. one of the biggest movies of all time. The now. only one I didn't see. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was another pretty good one. But uh, depending on how you feel about this next topic, whether this is this will bring spirits up or or crush them while we're down, uh, the new Ghostbusters theme song also came out today. Fallout Boy. It is featuring Missy Elliott. What? What are we the doing? the Ghostbusters theme music. First off, what's Missy Elliott been doing? Exactly. She made one appearance She's in Super Bowl. She's probably a ghost and... herself. Oh. Oh, boy. So. I haven't enjoyed Fall Out Boy, their newest album. And the one before, only a few songs. Yeah. When I was looking this up, I uh, remembered the teaser that I had in either the future or the past of Taco. Let's talk about it. Our other <laughs> show on Frankly Done Network. Is this just a straight up cover? It's a cover, and then it, and then he does he does, like, he does that like I'm not afraid, I'm not afraid. Patrick and then Stump. Missy Elliott comes in three quarters of the way through with a rap verse. Patrick Stump has one of the greatest voices in in my opinion right now going, but just mm-hmm. the music it's so I don't know how to explain it. It's just different. Yeah, it's. I mean, you can tell it's not really. Yeah. <laughs> it just sounds like a classic 2015, 2016 end credit song. It does. Um, but let's be serious. Uh, the original, and I was thinking about this too, like the original is not, it's it's just, it's not a good song. Like it took nothing to write this. Well, and they ripped it off from Huey Lewis in the news. True. So, I mean, it was never like the greatest song in the world to begin with. But but it was but it was classic eighties. Yeah. It was kind of what was great about it is because it not only like the movie was great and then it fit the movie, but it just kind of embodied, you know, the the, the trends of yeah. There's the rap. It kind of embodied the trends of the era, so in music. <laughs> I almost missed the rap. You're not missing much, I don't think. I don't know, I'd rather have this the entire time. <laughs> yeah. I wanna, I wanna I, hear uh, 
I, I want this movie to be good. Just I just because it makes me feel like a bad person that I don't want to see it. That's mainly the internet's fault. Mm-hmm. Why is that, though? They, I mean, we can kind of... I mean, you seem well, misogynistic if you don't like this movie. But, that's exactly it. But why? I think that's, like, it's marketing. so many people on the internet immediately came out with, like, what? You can't do with girls, Ghostbusters. Yeah. And then the response to that was, well, you're just sexist. So now if you don't... If you're not excited for the movie, you're a sexist. Yeah. I just think you shouldn't do remakes. Unless it's been enough I just y- years. Think Melissa McCarthy shouldn't act anymore. Oh, <laughs> what? She's yeah. fine. No, she's not. Yeah. She was great on Gilmore Girls. <laughs> she was okay on Mike and Molly. Yeah. And then she realized she could make more money if she just threw herself up against the wall and acted like an idiot. <laughs> and she needs to stop. And that's the thing too is that it was it was the sexist thing, and then the trailer came out, and then everybody's like, "That actually does look like yeah. garbage." But then they're like, "You're only saying that's because you're sexist." Like, no, no. It, yeah, it and then it, like- and then it turned into you don't like it because you're a sexist. And it's like, no, I don't like it because it looks like crap. Yeah. Yeah. And so now it's kind of a so yeah that's your that's your new Ghostbusters theme song, uh, questionable. At, at best, best. <laughs> both um, <laughs> I I I prefer the uh, the one that's in the trailers. That's like the techno version. Yeah, that yeah. kind of is like a like a dubstep mashup of the old one. I actually like that one a lot, hmm. even though you kind of only hear it for a couple of seconds in the preview. Yeah, but. I think they're getting to the point where their trailers are giving away the movie. Yeah, no, I'm I um, quit watching after like the, first the one time. that's in Finding Dory. They showed uh, where Chris Hemsworth. It's ooh, Siri. Hey Siri. Hi. Me. Special guest Siri. Siri. Also on the mic. I did not say hey Siri. <laughs> um, I did. But Kristensworth gets ingested with the uh, ghost. Is a good way to put it. Mm. Yes. So it's like, all yeah. right. So now we know who the villain is. Cool. Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting time for movies. Speaking what? of interesting movies, what Ben talked about it on the first episode. You guys have seen it. I've yet to see it. Unfortunately, so I really want to. Talking about the Conjuring two, I am. I almost saw it the other day, and I really liked it. I was like, I literally drove to the movie theater, and I got there, and I was like, I don't want to see this by myself. And then you turned around and drove home. Yep. Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> you didn't go to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, I, that was yesterday. <laughs> I saw I saw the Conjuring two three times before it came out in the theater. That's how cool I, I would have too. How cool? How cool? Am I know I? you just sounded so cool. How cool am I, guys? Super yeah, cool. Probably not news to anybody um, that <laughs> the 65 year old man had a heart attack um, during the Conjuring two. I did hear about this, and he died. Whoa! Uh, one step further, he is now missing, and so is his friend. Wait, what? Yep. The body's missing. Yep. The man was rushed to the hospital, where he was declared dead. But after being sent for a post-mortem, his body went missing along with his friend, no according way. to the Times of wow. India. Police are now hunting for the man's body and his friends, although they have absolutely no leads right now. Whew. I really did just get chills. Yeah, that's kind of <laughs> scary because the... Well. Um, I also saw another one that was like somebody got possessed while watching it. I saw that one, but I don't buy, I don't, I don't that. buy that either. I, I mean, it'd be easy for me to sit in a movie theater and start yeah. shaking and wowing. Yeah. And I was skeptical with The Conjuring 2 just in general because I'm like, I, I didn't feel like the con- it needed a sequel. Mm. Like, I mean, I, I understand with the, the Amityville case that that yeah. was their bigger one. Like, I guess they could have went well, into that. They weren't really, I think that's why they are not going to make a full movie out of it and why they didn't make a full movie out of it. Well, well I'm sure one is a rights issue. I don't think they've got the rights to do an Amityville movie. And, uh, 
two, I think they weren't actually as involved as people think. Oh, they, were. they just got more fame. Um, a... So they they did pretty much what they showed in at the beginning of Conjuring Two, if that. Mm. Um, and then that was it. So, but just in general, I didn't feel like it needed one, but it it felt very earned. That movie was times earnest for a horror movie. Yeah. It was weird that it had heart. Yeah. Like definitely touching moments like oh okay and that was that's what was good about the first one too is that it really is is a true good good over evil yeah story both of them are um and family over everything and whatever um and that's kind of a neat thing with a horror movie and i just think like in this one like really showed off james wan's skill as a director james wan is the man everything um, he touches is gold yeah um I mean, he's, I didn't really care for the Insidious movies. I know he did one and two, and then I just saw the third one, which was really not that great either. Um, I, I really, I really want to love those movies. Um, but the second one, uh, nobody liked anyway. The first one is, the first Insidious everybody loves, and yeah. I need to, I need to get into that because I've seen it like twice, and I still didn't really do much for me, but I don't know. Um, but I love Saw, I love The Conjuring, um, and I really like the movie Dead Silence he did. I kind of went under the radar that. about, uh, the, dolls um but yeah i thought the conjuring 2 was like in terms of like big budget hollywood horror sequels you could not do any better no not too heavy on jump scares i mean they were there but the ones that were there that's that's what i like about him as a filmmaker is that between like in this one it also was like it had jump scares but they didn't feel cheap i watched the conjuring 2 and then i went home that night and rented sinister 2 and watching, I was just thinking of Sinister Two. Right. I couldn't think of the name. And just you know the con- the contrast between those, it's like watching Citizen Kane versus watching like Epic Movie or something like that. No, I'm not kidding. <laughs> wow. It was like just the skill that that James Wan has, like because his jump scares feel like an earned part of the of the scene. It feels like a logical progression of what's happening in the scene. Yeah. In Sinister Two, it's like just the sound dies out. Something's kind of going on, and then Bagul pops in. When like yep. a blast of music happens, Blah. yeah, like that, and, and in a place that nothing that that would never normally be or needed to be. Um, so I, definitely the dichotomy there really illustrated to me what a cheap jump scare looks like versus a a well executed one. And Conjuring Two was much more what much better executed than poorly executed. So, I mean, I feel like this year we're getting, and then we had the two last year with the following and Babadook, that mm. good horror can be done. Yeah. It's not, we had the Vivich. We, we <laughs> call it on that on the other show. The Witch is a great, great We movie. have different ideologies on that movie. I, 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 I appreciate like it. You didn't like, like Babadook. Babadook? That's fine. I mean, and people love and hate all of these things for different reasons. They do different things for different yeah. people. But I appreciate, like, I, I thought it follows, like, that guy. I liked it follows. The guy that made that movie needs to do the next Halloween. So, uh, that's also another exciting yeah. thing that I don't think I've touched on in the last one was, uh, they officially have gotten the rights moved over to Dimension or, I don't know, somebody, somebody new got the rights. Um, I guess Blumhouse got the rights to the, to the remake. And so they, Jason Blum, uh, and they got John Carpenter back. Ooh. He's gonna produce, he's gonna produce and he's gonna do music. That'd be cool. Restarting or going off Rob Zombie? Mm, not, no, they're not. Or going off the original. Series. We're going, going off, off number. Going th- off the original. Oh, going off number three. Not the one that's in the <laughs> <laughs> the terrible one. The Halloween season H2O? of the witch. 
No, I think there's one. There's witches, and it's like in a mask. Fa- I, yeah, yeah. Um, but no, I, apparently, like they're going back to the basics. Very cool. Um, with okay, so kind of like they did with Friday the Thirteenth in two thousand eight. Didn't that movie fail? Oh, that was a terrible movie. Yeah. It's one of my favorites, though. Uh, but that was like, and then Freddy Krueger in two thousand ten. Well, yeah, um, but that was terrible too. You, why do you the bring up terrible examples? One was was really bad. Well, that's what I'm trying to say. Are they? Well, no. Is this not, like it's not a is this Halloween sixteen or yeah. is this Halloween one for well, the new generation? It's kind of an odd thing. They're doing like a recalibration of the whole idea of like what the next Michael Myers story would look like. Okay. Um, so they, it's sixteen, but not in this. So it's the new so fifty-two, it's, right? More or less. So <laughs> character so, you know and love, so but they, you don't need to know the old stuff to follow. So they on. have John Carpenter, like he's producing, and so he's gonna like over like grandfather the whole thing, and he hasn't been involved in the franchise since Halloween three. Um, so the best ones they're I'm going, saying. yeah. So that he 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 is committed. Like the article I've seen it says he's committed to making the best one yet. Now, I don't know because that's going to be hard to top, and he's kind of fallen off in his own work in recent years. But um, if they got uh, David Robert Mitchell, the guy that made It Follows, it could be close to the original. I think kind of like the music in It Follows better than well. That's well. I, I like if you watch It Follows, it kind of is Halloween. Yeah, it's very. You can tell he's very inspired by um, Carpenter, but. Yeah, and I, I think I think if that guy were to get his hands on Halloween and Michael Myers, I think it would be fantastic. Yeah. Um, uh, just uh, that sounds like an incredible prospect, and I know they don't have a director or a screenwriter right now. Um, so if they could get him, that would be, and I'm sure for a guy like anybody working in horror, I'm sure would be, you know, if they, hey, you want to do Michael Myers? <laughs> yeah, I do. The Shrek guy? No. Right. <laughs> Um, so, uh, who knows? I, I've you know, big hopes for that coming down the line. I, I, allegedly they are like fast tracking for like, they want it out by Halloween next year. That's, so, see, that's a red flag to that's, me. That's I, like, you, I mean, who knows? You let that stew in the pot. Let's yeah. not hit any certain deadline. So, yeah. Um, what else have I seen lately? The BFG I got to see. Um, mm. and it, it was okay. It's, it was by, uh, Steven Spielberg is the director. Who's that guy? I never heard of him. <laughs> I don't think, uh, it's just a guy coming off the indie scene, you know. <laughs> that shark um, movie? Yeah. Uh, and then the screenwriter is, uh, Melissa Matheson, the woman that wrote E.T. Oh, wow. Um, who just passed away, I think, in the fall. Yeah. Um, yeah. before this movie's release, obviously. Um, and so, uh, there are a lot of high hopes thinking it's gonna be, you know, the next big thing for families and it's gonna, you know, 30 years down the line, we're gonna be having the anniversary screening and all that. No. No. It doesn't have that kind of staying power. That's it's too bad. It's yeah. It's just kind of like a like a kid. It's a really well made kids movie. Okay. But it doesn't really give a lot for like the grown ups to parse over. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not a lot there in terms of like you know big important. Did you, know, you um sorry things that make you think? Did you watch the original cartoon movie? Oh, forever ago. Yeah. Okay. I just wanted to know how they stacked. If they tried to just recreate that or do their own thing with it. Well, uh, they, they, everything takes liber takes liberties. Yeah. But, um, th- I mean, it's not like, I wouldn't say it's a bad movie. It's really not a bad movie. I don't think anything Spielberg makes is awful. I mean, he's Bridges. done, he's done stuff that's not good, but that latest nothing one. that's like absolute trash. That latest, what is that, Bridge of Spies? I love Bridge of Spies. I didn't. <laughs> you like it? It's 
Yeah, it's just, it feels like a movie that, I don't know. Well, Teach their own. I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, but it's, it, it is, it is, it's, it's, it's a good one to take your kids to. And it's a great movie to see with your family. Okay. But that's it. I mean, it doesn't, and maybe that's all it needs to be is just, you know, a little summer movie to go to with the wife and kids. It, and maybe that's all the be of, because I mean, it's Charlie and the, it's the same guy that did Charlie and the Chocolate Factory and Matilda. Like the same author, Roald Dahl. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, if you think about, in the grand scheme of things, I mean, people still like Matilda, and I'm the original Willy Wonka, and the Chocolate Factory movie is still a classic. And then, um, uh, so I, I just don't think this has quite as much magic and uh, like emotional resonance as it sh- as it wants to, or at pr- maybe as it should in order to be considered, a, you know, on par with some of those other ones. But I guess time will tell, really. That's too bad, because I feel like we haven't had a standout, like, kids movie or family movie that in a while. That Well, uh, yeah, outside of, like, the Pixar. Yeah, like, outside up, of Pixar. Like, Up and uh, Inside Out and some, some, like, the Pixar group and stuff. There's not really been a great, like, classic live-action yeah, family movie. Yeah, live-action's the big time. thing. Um, so, uh, yeah, I don't know. Well, um, his next movie is the one I'm excited for, Ready Player One. Mm. That's what I'm stoked for. Yeah, a lot of people are stoked for that. I'll have a VR set before then. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think Mark Rylance is doing that one, too. Get out he? of here, Mark Rylance. You He's stole doing... that Oscar from Stallone. He was the BFG. <laughs> That's why I hate that movie, Bridge of Spies. That's why. He was the BFG, <laughs> and he's in Ready Player One, and then he's going to do the next two Spielberg movies after that. Why does Spielberg love him? Because the guy's a... The guy's a trained Shakespearean actor. I mean, I just want to hug him when I see him on yeah. screen, but I, I just, I love Stallone, and he stole the Oscar from him, and I'll never forget I it. just think it's crazy that, like, Rylance didn't even campaign for it. He, like, could care less if he, if he had an Oscar know, to validate his, his, <laughs> but you know, his work to himself, and they gave yeah. it to him off of nothing. He was as shocked as anybody. Like, really? Did you, did you watch any of the other movies? No, right. you didn't? Okay, well, I guess I'll, that makes sense then. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, he is a good actor. I'm trying to think, what else have I seen in the news lately? Helen Mirren joined the cast of uh, Fast and Furious Eight. Apparently, she's a fan. Like she wanted really? to be in it. Like, yeah, she's a who fan. Is of Helen Mirren yeah. uh, is she? No, a, who isn't a fan? Is she Dame Helen Mirren is she? Dame, Dame Helen Mirren is in Fast and Furious Eight. I mean, so you got Dame Helen Mirren. Charlize Theron is is in the movie. Kurt Russell uh, is reprising his role from Fast Seven. Sigourney so Weaver. No, no. but. Funny Dory cameo over there. I thought that was great. Oh, good. <laughs> um, um, needs needs yeah, the Marky Mark the, in this movie. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. They started doing. Uh, speaking of Marky Mark, uh, Transformers. Oh boy, that's a Transformer. That's <laughs> a Transformer. They they started the uh, Transformers Five. Hang on, um, you out of your mind? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know if I can leave Wahlburgers right now. <laughs> Optimus Prime. God, they keep making those movies. Yeah. China loves them, I guess. <laughs> China does love them. You know what? what's a stupid movie? Before you get on an important thought, what monster trucks? I'm, Dude, Never. monster trucks looks awesome. I've I've not you seen the movie for that? That looks yeah, it I looks so it looks that. so terrible, but at the same time, it looks like classic. Talking about Spielberg, it looks like a classic Amblin. See, when the when the uh, trailer started, I thought it was Transformers Five. I was like, yeah. "Man, are they starting over again?" And I was like, "Oh, what is this nonsense? <laughs> <laughs> it's ridiculous." I thought I think tra- I think Monster Trucks looks like 
a steaming pile of turd, but it looks like yeah. one that I would happily It was like, sit through. once they showed other monsters, I was like, $500 says this movie's called Monster Trucks. <laughs> <laughs> well, they've been trying to figure out how to get Monster Trucks to work right for... That movie's been in the works for like 10 years at nah, least. Go back to the works. <laughs> so, uh, so who knows? I think, I think that looks like, it looks crappy, but it also looks like a great time, I think. It, it, it's, it surprised me because. I would rather watch The Conjuring 2 over and over again than ever see that trailer again. Oh, I would, t- I would too. By yourself, still... you mean? Watch Conjuring by yourself? Or... No, it would just be more enjoyable to watch that movie than see that trailer again. Okay. Uh, what else do I have in here? Um, Mel Gibson's planning a sequel to Passion of the Christ. What the? The Resurrection of yeah. Christ. A sequel. He gets he out. Wants to, he wants to hop on this train <laughs> of, uh, apparently there have been a lot of, like, Jesus movies that have come out this year. Yes, there has. That have been good to not so good. Like, Risen yeah. was actually really good. Did not see that. Isn't Risen the one with the British actors, though? Uh, the, young the, young Messiah? the Young Messiah was the one with the British actors. I didn't see Risen. Risen was about... Oh, one of the soldiers. Yeah, well, like yeah. the centurion who buried him. Yeah. Or was in charge of making sure he was buried. Well, um, he failed because he got yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> the guy that was in charge of putting the soldiers there to oh. to guard that, the tomb. That would be weird, a sequel to Passion of Christ. It would have to be the resurrection. It reminds me of the uh, Impractical Jokers skit where they're pitching their books. And uh, I believe it's Saul's is uh, the Bible too. <laughs> there's a pastor in like the group he's like I'm really interested like so what is the bible too he's like it's a story that happened after the bible <laughs> some call it a sequel that's funny. that's funny oh mel gibson yeah so what were we talking about earlier on uh yeah there was so some feverishly on the other show we wanted to bring that I up thought for would this. be good for a uh for the real movies podcast there was something big. Ghostbusters. Thing. Well, you no, know, we were talking about Ghostbusters, and then we yes, had us. We're talking about Star Wars for a while. Uh, yeah, we were talking about Star Wars. Um, I feel like I, speaking of Star Wars, I feel like I keep seeing stuff of John Boyega joining. Uh, I guess he's going to be in Pacific Rim too. Yeah. Um, I think he just joined something else. Um, did you see Attack Attack the Block? No, I need to. It's good. It's on my list. Um. What else did I just see? Uh, we talked about Ouija, right? Yes. Was that on this show? No. Okay. Well, they're doing Mike Flanagan. <laughs> this is our fourth show tonight. <laughs> yeah, Mike Flanagan is doing... Uh, I think it was on the show, actually. Was it? Was no, it? I thought Ouija we talked about. Well. Oh, well. No, well. Yeah. You get a repeat, people. Well, Ouija, they're doing a sequel to that movie from a couple of years ago. A terrible Hasbro movie about the Ouija board. Is getting a prequel from the director of yeah. Oculus. Hasbro keeps was. sneaking those movies on us. See, the horror movie they should have done is called Hungry Hungry Hippos. And it's just about, <laughs> about hippos just attack everyone. That's what they drop the ball. Battleship, no. Yeah. So, uh, Frankie, how are we doing on uh, Blu-ray purchases? Oh, boy. The, I bought the, um, what's that puppet movie? that It starts with an A. You said it wasn't very good. But Annabelle. No, it's Amor- It's Annabelle. No, Annabelle. Annabelle. Anomalisa. Um, Anomalisa. That one came in. I forgot I pre-ordered it. And then uh, this one about this time, this immortal, it's very low budget. Mm-hmm. Time Bandits. Uh, not Time Bandits. Flash That's Gordon. Time Bandits. Oh, my brain is fried. And then the the 13th Hour movie. Okay. But I haven't watched any of them, but they just showed up because I forget yeah. to cancel pre-order something. I'm like, <laughs> oh, guess I pre-ordered this movie. I don't have time to watch movies these days. <laughs> 
let yeah. alone remember what I bought. Dan, what about you? You bought anything lately? Movies? Um, trying to think what the last one I bought was. The Boy. I saw that. The Boy. Did the you see The turtles. Boy? I did see the boy. I didn't see that twist coming. Didn't. Gotta admit, I wasn't paying that much attention. It, but it wasn't. It's not a bad movie. It's I didn't think it was bad either. Bad. That was fun. Yeah. Um. Twenty thirteen Ninja Turtles or twenty fourteen Ninja Turtles? Yeah, the original of the weird looking turtles. Gotcha. Um, Michael Bay produced. How to be single? Mm, race. Okay. I've yet to watch it though. Ah, uh, the Jesse, Jesse Owens okay. flick. Oh, about that too for my grandma. I need to, I need to I feel see. Like that. I bought something random, but I don't remember what it is. Oh, I finally got the Devil. I've seen it many years ago. The but elevator movie where they're trapped yeah. in the elevator. Yeah, Night Shyamalan. Yeah, love that uh, guy. What yeah. about what about you, Ben? Would you? Purchase? I uh, well, I've kind of slowed down since I'm trying to save some money, but uh, just, screw that. But Target Target had a crazy sale the past week. Um, I got 13 hours, the Benghazi movie for 12 dollars. Um, and it came, and, uh, uh, Target, they had an exclusive that was the Blu-ray packaged with the book. Oh. So I cool. bought that for $12. That was, that's a great movie if you haven't seen it. I own it and haven't seen it, so yeah. maybe I'll watch it. 13 Hours, The Secret Soldiers of Benghazi. That's actually directed by Michael Bay, of all people. And it's mm. a great movie. It's a really good movie. Um, what else did I get? 10 Cloverfield Lane. I really like that movie. Also an excellent movie. Uh, um, oh, and uh, Django Unchained. I had the DVD of Django, Django. Um, but I've been wanting to get the Blu-ray for a while, and it was five. It was on sale for like four or five dollars, and then I had a thirty percent off cartwheel coupon and Ooh. got it for like two fifty or something on Blu-ray. So very um, nice. So those were the most recent blue pickups for me. Um, but um, the Criterion Collection is also doing a sale at Barnes and Noble next month. I think they're doing their fifty percent off sale all month. Oh no! So and I'm just I, I found a. Uh, Gift card for Barnes and Noble for seventy five dollars for my uncle it was like a birthday that, that like slipped through the cracks somehow. Mm. But I found it and I was like, yes. I feel like you're gonna buy a lot of movies. <laughs> so I'm um, starting to starting to make my list of Criterion titles I want to pick up. Last um, Criterion I got was uh, the Fisher King. Yeah, I got that one too. That's a good movie. Yeah, I really enjoyed that. That movie. was one that I was like, Robin Williams just died. You should mm-hmm. probably get this, and it's a great movie. Um. But they're coming out with like Doctor Strange Love next month, so I'm gonna try to get that. Nice. Um, the spherical sequel to Doctor Strange. What is that? Doctor Strange Love. Spherical? Spiritual sequel? The spiritual oh. sequel. Doctor Strange is the spiritual sequel to Doctor Strange Love. Oh, okay. Maybe. Um, Terrence Malick's The New World is getting a, a disc. Um, what was the other one I was looking into? There's a box set that came out a couple years ago that's got like The Last Picture Show, um, an easy rider and a couple of other, couple of other ones in it that I'd like to get. Um, so yeah, I don't, I don't remember what else. There were one or two more in there. Uh, I'll have to look at, but, uh, yeah, no shortage of great cinema. Criterion's really awesome. They produce quality product consistently. Um, other, I think releases this week. I haven't bought anything that came out this past Tuesday, but, uh, I think like Midnight Special came out. Um, I saw that in the theater. That was a great movie too. I don't know if I'll pick it up on Blu-ray just because it wasn't like one that I felt like I needed to go buy. Um, but from the filmmaker that did Mud with Matthew McConaughey a couple years ago, Jeff Nichols, I think his name is. Yeah. Um, so Midnight Special is about uh, this kid who is like he's he's 
special, right? Um, special. But nobody really knows what he is or why he's special, um, except for, I guess, his dad. He's played by Michael Shannon. And um, so the story is that, I guess, Michael Shannon and this kid, um, like, we're living in a commune somewhere, uh, um, like a religious commune, and um, the pastor that was presiding over this commune noticed how, like, the kid was... They, they, he thought the kid was like God incarnate, um, cause of what he could do. Uh oh. So, uh, he tries to take the kid from Michael Shannon and adopt him as his own and then kick Michael Shannon out of the commune. So that's basically what happens, but we don't see that on screen. This is all stuff that happens before the movie. And then, um, the story of the movie is Michael Shannon has, like, snuck into the commune and stolen the ki- stolen his kid and then he's on the run with his friend played by Joel Edgerton who's not part of the commune it's like a cop or something um, for some reason i get Joel Edgerton and Michael Shannon confused so that's weird they're in a movie they're in a movie together and so the so the story is that they're on the they're on the run with the kid trying to avoid like law enforcement who are after them because they kidnapped a kid and then the like hitmen from the commune oh um so it's so it's a pretty decent like sci-fi adventure movie um i secretly like religious cult movies so mm-hmm. sounds like something on my alley yeah so it disappointed me because i thought because sam shepherd is the leader of the religious commune and he's and he's criminally underused Uh-oh. um but adam driver's in it uh kirsten dunst has a small role in it too kirsten dunst i forgot she was alive yeah, i know um and it, it's a good movie it's worth checking out it's called midnight special She's um from frozen <laughs> kristen bell that's kristen bell oh who's kristen dunst Mary uh, Jane from Spider-Man. Yeah. From Sp- Sam Raimi. Bring Spider-Man. it on. Oh, thinking of Beverly Mitchell. <laughs> she is dead. <laughs> Let's talk. Oh, what was the other one I was thinking of? Uh, Embrace of the Serpent. You spoke one, about that before, right? That was a Sundance movie yeah. I saw. It's kind of like, was it Ecuador that made it? I don't know. I think it was, uh, it was Ecuador or some, some other South American country. Um, made this movie and it's basically like heart of darkness like apocalypse now okay um well it's not like a war movie but it's the heart of darkness story and um it is excellent it is a very very good i saw it at sundance it is an amazing amazing film um it was up for the best foreign language oscar last year okay um just came out on blu-ray this past week i would like to get that at some point um or if it goes on netflix or something is definitely a must-watch immediately. It's very, very good. So keep an eye out for those. Might have to go to Amazon to get them. I'm not sure if the big stores will carry. Maybe Best Buy will have some of these, but uh, like I know for a fact that Target usually doesn't uh, yeah. carry more niche stuff. Unless it's like, sometimes they'll get it on like regular DVD, but usually the big mainstream titles are only... Eat those Blu-rays. Yeah. Now the 4K Blu-rays. Ugh, can't keep up with life. Yeah, how many, how many you got now? Just one, just one. Deadpool, because I don't have a 4K player yet, so it's mm, it's slowing okay. me down. But when this new Xbox comes out, I was gonna say that, yeah, that's my ticket. That that is apparently gonna be the cheapest 4K Blu-ray player on the market when it comes that's out. That's justifying the purchase for it. I'm like, oh, okay, I already have the system, but I want a smaller one. How much you sell that old Xbox for? Well, probably cheap. I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to get your gamer tag off the off off mic here in a little bit. I'm an Xbox One guy myself. It's Jedi Frankie. <laughs> Jedi Frankie. <laughs> When's this new well, Xbox I, come out? <laughs> August? August, yeah. Well, it's not too far. No, I'm gonna yeah. buy they've it. Got so. a, they've got one, um, as low as 299 for, is it one gigabyte? No, it's the 500. 
or one one terabyte. It's the five hundred that's two ninety nine. Yeah. And then they're doing a two terabyte launch edition for three ninety nine. That's the one I've got pre ordered. Gotcha. I know. Where am I getting this money? Well, who knows. Yeah, so that'll be cool. Um, yeah. trying to think. Uh, what other movie things? Stuff coming out this week. Um, The Shallows starring Blake Lively. Oh, I'm excited movie. for that because I think there's going to be a crazy twist. Well, see, it's either going to be very predictable or not at all. Yeah, see, I thought it looked like crap. I think a lot of people thought it looked like crap. It is getting stellar reviews. Yeah. Um, which kind of shocked me, especially since it's like the day before it comes out. But it's getting great, great reviews. And um, now I'm kind of excited to see it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was excited to see it, but I figured it was just going to be, uh, okay, she's going to get attacked by a shark yeah. and then she'll make it and we'll have a sequel, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. Then they started with the tagline, this doesn't end how you think it is. I was like, all right, they're just trying to get us to see it. Right. But the last trailer I saw for it, they did that tagline, and then they flashed this picture. I think it's one of the other surfers Mm -hmm. that you've seen in the other trailers, and he's just, like, laughing. But it's, like, a creepy laugh. So I'm like, what's going on here? Ooh, I might have to see it. Yeah, I'm Um, excited for it. uh, What else is out there? Uh, Free State of Jones, Matthew McConaughey plays a... um, that. Mm Mm-hmm. Plays the guy who, I guess it's kind of based on a true story. Um, I think names are changed a little bit, but, um, uh, so he was a Confederate soldier, didn't like what they were doing in the Civil War and, uh, ended his, ended his duty and then went back to wherever he was from in the South and kind of seceded a little bit. Like, okay. what, like a small region of people in his county. Uh, I guess freed, freed slaves and then, you know, a couple of white folks and, they decided to create <laughs> a couple of them white folks. A couple of them white folks. They created a uh, free state. Okay, that's why it's the free state of Jones County, and uh, so yeah, apparently that one's getting tanked. Like nobody Ooh. likes it. They said it's like really slow and boring, um, kind of disappointingly so, and needed to be like probably a History Channel miniseries more, oh, more no. so than a movie. It's the worst thing you can hear um, about your movie. And somebody I was like, Chris Stuckman's a guy on YouTube. I really like. Oh, his I like reviews. Chris Stuckman. Yeah. Um, I watched a couple of his recent ones today, and Free State of Jones was one of them. And he said uh, the budget was sixty-five million dollars, and oh, he's wow. like, you would never know. Like, uh, save for like Ma- probably Matthew McConaughey's salary. Like, it's just so. He said anything exciting that happens is over almost instantly. Oh wow. Um, you can't make those kind of movies kind of, anymore. It's kind of like speech after speech after like, you know, long drawn out, whatever. So, I don't know. That's kind of a disappointment. And then, of course, Independence Day Resurgence, the sequel. Oh, yeah. that, um, that 20 thing. years in the making of... The only cool prospect about that movie is the 20. that they've used the future, I mean, the alien tech, and built an alternate future off that. Mm-hmm. That's the only thing that gets me excited. Like, ooh, I wonder what 2016 yeah. looks like with the future. I mean, the alien with tech. The alien tech. I would, yeah, I didn't even think about that. I'm kind of interested to see how that turns out. Um, so by the time the listeners will hear this, I will probably have seen that movie. Um, and, uh, I will have a review up on the realmoviesblog.blogspot.com where you can read all of my reviews for everything I talk about. Um, but yeah, that should be fun. Uh, it's kind of getting middle of the road, like, you know, it's it's mm. big, dumb summer fun, but not really like a great, outstanding movie like the original was. And I guess the original wasn't. I looked at Rotten Tomatoes the other day too. Is like not a critical darling. When either. was the last time you saw that movie? It's been maybe twenty years for me. It's been a Independence long, Day. Yeah, I just bought the uh, the new Blu-ray of it. Okay. Um, I got I got it for either free or super super dirt cheap like uh, like the week it came out because there was a the clerical error at Target oh. that they were like well 
here, just take it or something. So it's like, they don't pay me enough. Just take it. I don't care. And it came with a, like a, you know, Fandango coupon to go to the new movie. So love those. (laughs) So that's what I'm using. That's why I saw the new turtles. (laughs) I don't have a reward for the new turtles. Yeah, I bought that. Well, that's the only reason I bought the old movie. Oh, gotcha. Because it was uh, $15. came with these four little figurines that I gave to Frankie. And then $8 to see the new one. Oh, cool. So I saw the new one for free. Nice. Or I paid eight. I don't know. However you want to look at it, but worth the money. Speaking of other offers, real quick, I saw Warcraft, um, which I didn't think was as bad as, uh, loved it. The critics said, um, some, some stuff wasn't great. I thought the orcs were amazing. I think, uh, Toby Kebble did one or two of the orcs, and, um, I thought the visuals were very good. Um, the orcs were really, really awesome. Um, but the humans were not, the human drama was not great. It was kind of like a medieval soap opera. <laughs> And not even like a good Game of Thrones, like Game of Thrones medieval soap opera, just like cosplay soap opera. I doth the Cree. Yeah. Um, so, uh, and they gave me a free, like, code to download like a month of, a month trial of World of Warcraft. It's a trap, man. It is a trap. Like, I did it and I played it for maybe 15 minutes. I was like, this isn't for me. And I'll let it go from there. So. We'll check in two weeks from now, guys. (laughs) I'm level 80. Blood elf. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I'm trying to, is that it? I think so. You guys have any, any, any other things Frankie, you'd like to talk about? What number are you on the 300 movies? I don't even know anymore. Are you like keeping track of it anywhere? No, I just watch the movies now. <laughs> I told you, Dad. You gotta keep track of it somewhere. <laughs> well, stupid. I don't, I didn't have a computer for a long time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. I'm just gonna keep telling you to email it to me. I'll post it for you. All I do is write down things. The last thing I want to do is write <laughs> write down movies. They're supposed to be fun. But I will. I'll, I'll think about it. But I, I should be at, like in the 70s. Oh, nice. Still way behind. I'll have to count my blogs on the real movies blog.blogspot.com and see if I'm anywhere close to. If I can get five more this week, which it's Thursday. <laughs> so five more in two days and I'm working both days. My plan is to watch 350 movies in November. Whoa! I, uh, it's not really my plan. That's impossible. <laughs> but I don't really work in November. If I can get these five in this week, then I think, I think I'm still at like the one movie a day. Yeah. But I'm a little bit more back on track. Mm. I was hoping to hit 150 by the end of June, so I don't think I'll get there. Mm. So I'm at 95. But it's possible if I find some short movies. I told you about how I did like 300 some odd in the fall of last year, right? Like horror movies between. Like, the last week of August, and then, like, the first week of November, I watched, like, 300-some yeah. horror films. Um, I could do it. That list is on the realmoviesblog.blogspot.com. Nice. Um, so, if you want to see, if you need horror movie uh, suggestions for Halloween time, or any time, really, feel free to go peruse. Um, I'm wondering if I'm going to do something similar this year. Yeah. Uh I mean, I just keep, a lot of them were like, I usually raid Netflix, like their horror section, and watch like all of the ones that I either hear are good, or like are classic, or ones that I've seen before and really like, and then I'll just watch stuff that I have at home. Um, but I ended up doing like that, like stuff that I have, Netflix, and then like went to the theater to see a bunch of stuff. Um, like my Blu-ray horror collection like exploded last fall too, so. Probably, probably a mistake, but I, I'm, I'm happy that I made that mistake. So, so yeah, um, I guess if we don't have anything else, 
Frankie? Yes, as, I've been Frankie, Frankie would say. As Frankie would say. And that's the, future Ben's problem. That's future <laughs> Ben's problem. <laughs> that's good. No, uh, Dan, you got anything else? Any other last comments? Nope. Nope? All right. Well, in that case, in the wise words of someone important, do it for cinema. Thank you.